0: DDoS, what are the lessons learned? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm discussing DDoS today with Marty Meyer. He's the President of Correro Network Security. Marty, thanks for joining me today. No problem. Marty, for people not familiar with you or your company, tell us a little bit about yourself and Correro, please.
1: Okay, Correro provides first line of defense technology and services, targeted stopping unwanted traffic from breaching an organization's network perimeter. So we're all about maximizing revenue-generating good traffic, protecting brand reputation and customer sat by eliminating website downtime, and data breaches caused by unwanted traffic. I have been 25-plus years' experience in established and emerging high-tech companies uh, in the Boston area. I've held technical financial And operational management roles. I've been with Carrero for the last two years. um, And I believe strongly that the opportunity created by today's sophisticated and dynamic cyber attacks and the strategic technology that Carrero has uh, is really aligning to create a significant growth opportunity for our company.
0: So, Marty, we're sitting here talking prior to RSA Conference. We've just emerged from a period of heavy DDoS attacks on banks. And by the way, I understand that the half of us today are saying that more may be coming. But given where we are, what would you say are the biggest lessons that we've learned from these two waves of attacks that we've seen since last fall?
1: Yeah, the, the key lesson is that even the large money center banks are vulnerable to these cyber attacks and have not evolve their security infrastructure to keep pace with the attackers. And additionally, if these large money center banks like Wells Fargo, Bank of America, have not taken steps to protect themselves against these kinds of attacks, then you can bet that the majority of regional banks and credit unions are at least as vulnerable as these big money center banks.
0: Marty, you and Ponemon Institute recently conducted research into DDoS. I've got some questions for you about that. The first is, what were the major headlines of the research, and did you uncover any surprises?
1: For me, the survey really confirmed the anecdotal lessons learned around vulnerable uh, institutions like big banks and small banks alike. So our survey uh, was responded to by 650 IT professionals from 350 banks, and surprisingly, of these respondents said that they had suffered a DDoS attack in the past 12 months, and on average, at least three of those uh, in the last 12 months. They also indicated that aside from DDoS attacks, they are really concerned about zero-day attacks that might either accompany the DDoS attack or or hit them separately. 43% of these respondents said that they expect that these attacks will either increase significantly or increase over what they're experiencing today. And a real shocker is that only 17% of the respondents said that they were very effective at preventing these attacks. So they, they called out a lack of resources, insufficient budgets, don't have the security experts on hand. And I think what the attacks have done and the survey has shown is that Everyone knows they're vulnerable, and therefore they're being
0: attacked. Marty, how many of these attacks do you believe occurred before the fall of 2012 when we saw the the stronger wave of attacks?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard for us to gauge the distribution across the year. We didn't uh, dig into that in the survey, but but I would estimate that at least 50% were experienced during the fourth quarter of 2012, you know, tied to the alleged attack campaign of Izzedine al-Qassam. Um, I, I see that, you know, many banks don't even realize that a cyber attack is actually occurring, and they just try to solve the, the resulting symptoms, such as, you know, they're getting slow server response times or their website is, is down. or And it's probably uh, very important on the timing of this, I think it's fortuitous that these attacks have happened in the back end or even last quarter of 2012 because it's raised the visibility uh, for these vulnerabilities and the potential disastrous impacts on customer satisfaction or customer data security. And and I do believe that many bank, board of directors, and executive teams are now mandating that, you know, their, their network and security teams budget for and implement improved protection for these things. So it's actually kind of a good time for the events to happen in terms of planning for the next year. And a lot of these sentiments are being echoed by regulators. There's been some pronouncement from the OCC about getting better prepared. So hopefully all of that will will cause the industry to firm up their protection.
0: You make a good point because it really has been a good awareness exercise, and I'd have to say that the information sharing you've seen among institutions and with organizations such as FSISAC has been exemplary. Yeah, yeah. Marty, in your survey, how frequently did you see fraud committed in the wake of the DDoS attack? In other words, the DDoS is sort of a diversion, and fraud comes in on the back end.
1: Yeah, again, we didn't really ask that particular question in the survey. We do believe that the recent flurry of attacks on the U.S. banks appear to only be disruptive in nature, but there has been chatter that these may have been distractive techniques used to insert other exploits or footholds into bank networks. There was some talk on SAMS and other uh, security-focused websites about this trojan, this stabunic trojan found on mail servers and firewalls and gateways of U.S. banks and credit unions. Um, And so it's not uncommon that DDoS is a diversionary tactic for launching or planting other attacks. I mean, I think the Sony... PS3 network DDoS takedown and hacking, is that's probably the poster child for that kind of activity. And, you know, we saw a recent hacking of the Federal Reserve Network. So it shows that the attackers can do more than just disrupt website access if they want to. So it, it's a concern.
0: Well, given the two waves that we've experienced and potentially more along, coming along the way, what do you find new and noteworthy about these latest DDoS attacks?
1: I believe that the noteworthy events from these recent attacks is that they seem to be increasing in both size uh, in terms of bandwidth attack from a network layer perspective and sophistication. Uh, And many of the attacks, recent ones, are being launched from inside data centers. So taking over and using more powerful computing resources rather than takeover of individual home PCs to create a botnet. You need many less uh, big powerful service to do that. So there may be a, a new real issue for cloud security, which may not be from the outside in, but from the inside out in terms of having their resources being utilized to uh, launch these attacks. So you need less of them. Uh, you can easily sort of cloak your originating IP and you can make it much more effective and disruptive attacks.
0: So toward the tail end of this last wave of attacks that we saw, we were seeing smaller banks and credit unions starting to be attacked as well. And and to me, that sort of sends a message that any organization can be vulnerable. Given that as a premise, how do organizations need to best defend themselves and respond if attacked?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. We're seeing, and I think you know, maybe we'll talk about it a little later, but I think smaller banks, regional banks, and credit unions are as much a target for uh, these cyber criminals as Bank of America or Wells Fargo. In fact, they may be more of a target. They hold the same high-value data and information and also are, are likely not as... They don't have the budgets that the big banks do to invest in this kind of protection of what they need, so I, I think they're a prime target. Um, in terms of how organizations can protect themselves, The key steps, we feel, are creating a policy and a plan of action proactively so that you know what to do. A, you know how to detect that you're under attack, and then you know what to do when you are under attack. Companies should look at investing in emerging technologies such as first-line-of-defense technologies, which are on-premise devices to protect against server exploits and DDoS attacks. They may also look at adding SaaS-based volumetric attack protection, partner with vendors who are experts in mitigating DDoS attacks once they've begun, make network security a priority, keep pace with, you know, these dynamic changing attack vectors and how to protect against them. There are, you know, websites like SANS which do a good job at presenting the the latest attacks or, or even just looking at bank info security every day and seeing what's going on out there and making sure they have a good endpoint security strategy because these days with uh, BYOD, devices are coming in and out of the, the corporate network all the time. You can't just protect it by protecting things that are coming in through the corporate network. You know, everyone has laptops and iPads and smartphones that are in and outside the network all the time, so you have to protect yourself from uh, the inside out as well.
0: Marty, let's talk about what your customers have done to defend themselves and respond How would you help them?
1: So our customers recognize the need for this on-premise protection against network and application layer DDoS attacks, but all kinds of unwanted traffic such as server exploits, network reconnaissance that's going on to snoop around their ports to see if they're vulnerable, access from unwanted geolocations or high-risk IP addresses that may be part of botnet's, And they really see the value in dealing with experts in attack mitigation and take advantage of our service offerings. We have an offering called SecureWatch where we become sort of trusted partners of our customers and we are in the trenches with them actively mitigating attacks when they're initiated and as the attack vector transforms itself and and the, the attacker Tries various different attack vectors, different combinations of attacks in order to penetrate those organizations. So important to have someone who can be as dynamic as the attackers.
0: Final question for you. Marty, the next organization could be a healthcare organization. It could be a smaller financial institution. It could be a government agency. What advice do you have to organizations that haven't yet experienced DDoS, but certainly could be a target?
1: First of all, I'd probably say I bet they have experienced DDoS, but they don't know it. A lot of them have all sorts of unwanted traffic degrading their network performance and security and have not detected it. They just see the symptoms of it. Slow response, you know, customers complaining about uh, not being able to complete transactions, website downtime, uh, firewalls crashing. Um, So that's first off. Secondly, cyber attacks are not necessarily targeted. So don't think that because you're not Bank of America, you will not be attacked. As you had mentioned, uh, several credit unions and regional banks have been attacked, Citizens Bank most notably here in New England. As well, attacks are more likely to be random than targeted. I mean, attackers scan the Internet looking for sites that are new, looking for vulnerable sites, and then try to see what information can be breached from those sites. So They're not necessarily just targeting Bank of America and Wells Fargo. They are really looking at all industries, all organizations, all websites. Uh, So you can't feel protected just because you're not a big name. Um, And finally, you know, the recent attacks have shown that high-value targets such as banks and credit unions are vulnerable. So, you know, be prepared. Assume you are next and take the steps necessary to protect your organization and your customers from any serious damage from these cyber attacks.
0: Well, Marty, I appreciate your time and your insight today, and I look forward to meeting you and other Corero executives at RSA Conference.
1: All right. I really appreciate it, Tom. Thanks a lot.
0: The topic has been DDoS. I've been talking with Marty Meyer. He's the president of Corero Network Security. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.